Greetings and welcome to this special RPG episode of Lay Radio. This is part two of our playthrough of the official Elite Dangerous tabletop role-playing game, Elite Encounters, created by Dave Hughes. If you haven't listened to part one of this story, you can find it on iTunes or on the laveradio.com website. Guys, I'm going to go and introduce you, but uh, I'd like you to tell me your names and your roles in the game uh, that we played last week and any special attributes you have. So, start off with uh, Mr. Jarvis. Hello, I am uh, Station Head of Entertainment. Day-to-day business uh, seems to involve keeping customers happy and plugged into the various pleasure suites that we have on Lave Station. My particular aptitudes, quite good at driving and an expert in psychology. It's not really come into play so far. <laughs> John? Hi, I'm John Stabler. I'm the... Um, what am I again? <laughs> I'm the, <laughs> You're the chief of operations. Yes, that's right. Sorry. I, I'm chief of operations on board Lave Station. I started a career as a commander, and my allegiance is imperial, of course. Um, and my main aptitude is space flight. Okay, Grant? What? I am the charismatic barman. <laughs> I was just getting into character. Fozzo, I get you nuts off my bar. <laughs> and I have many skills indeed, uh, but my specialties seem to be law and justice. And for some reason, I spent uh, some time in the tundra and developed an extreme skills in animal life. Not quite sure how that's going to be useful, but if we find ourselves being attacked by a pack of uh, beavers, I think... I'm the man to stand in the way and sort it out. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. And I am second technician, Fossil Forrester, and my aptitudes are uh, computers, electronics, and public speaking. And of course, there's one person left to introduce you to. That is the games master himself, Mr. Dave Hughes. Welcome, Dave. Hello again. Now, Dave, for the people that listen to the first podcast, or maybe the people that haven't listened to the first podcast, is it possible for you to do a quick recap on what happened in the last episode? I shall. Last time on the exciting adventures of the Lave Radio crew, <laughs> crew found a ship adrift in space carrying a dead person, brought it onto the station, found some information about it, some information from one of the people in the bar came in useful, and there was an anaconda which had a chap on there who was wanting to do devious, nasty things to the people on the station and killed someone. Oh, it's all fuzzy. The intrepid crew followed the guy out in his anaconda, boarded it, cut their way into the bridge and cut him down, retrieving in the process a strange sphere, which when placed into the body of an accompanying robot who was also on the bridge, gave them navigation information to take the intrepid sidewinder to the dark space between Orerv and Tainisla, where they found the derelict floating hulk of a deep space cruiser called Traveller. Ray. Okay, so uh, John's piloting the uh, the Asbo Sidewinder towards this graveyard of ships. We're all sort of sticking our heads through the door at the back like some strange totem pole. What do we do next, guys? I think we should fly towards the ship. Maybe run a scan of the sector to make sure there's no hostiles. Oh, then, uh, just, you know, I do it if I go in the bar in the morning, have a look around and see if there's anyone there likely to uh, cause... Danger. So that's, that's, that's why I'm wearing all this armor. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, is anyone going to make a scan of the nearby space then? Well, well I suppose it's... the only person that can is John, because he's the only person that can sit at the controls. <laughs> okay. I'll do a scan. John looks at the scanner. Uh, the only thing actually showing up on the scanner at the moment is the great big thing in front of you. Thanks, Grant. That was a great idea. 
<laughs> um, I'm going to take her in, guys, for a closer look. You do so. <clears throat> I'll assume you do so. Yeah, does anyone amongst us have any kind of reason why they would have knowledge of the old generation ships? I'm trying to think of where, at what point on this massive thing we fly to, if we're looking for a, some sort of docking hatch or hangar or anything. Problem, really. problem with generation ships is they're all, quite a lot of them are very, very different to each other. There's right. no one particular design. There's about 7, 8, 12, 15 different designs over the last thousand years. Well, generally the first couple of hundred years after you found spaceflight. The standard with space vessels, of course, is that the docking is usually at the back. Not necessarily. Not for ships this size. You can have, dock- you can have docking ports anywhere. Oh, okay. Well, it was an educated guess. The only thing you can see that probably isn't going to be up in spaces is um, if you look at the picture on the map, obviously there's a, there's a big cylinder thing sticking out. That's a rotating section. Um, that's obviously that's rotating at the moment. There's nothing on there that's dockable. Again, as you look at the ship on the picture, you'll also see a little rectangle just below where the big fat bit is on the curved bit of the ship. There's like a bell shape inside it. So on the side of that, there looks like there is a docking port. Go to the bell end. No, you jump all over that. <laughs> okay, you head towards it. I've got a bad feeling about this. Ready your wrench. You've said it now. You've, 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 you've called it properly. As you approach, suddenly appear from the docking port two ships. They vector around and start to head towards you. Knockers. Warning. Hostile scan detected. Right. Great. I think I should scan those ships as well. Okay. What type of ship are they? They are very old model crates. Okay, John, you're the pilot. How do we power up the shields on this thing? (laughs) Um, I'm hoping that the shields are already powered up. Yes, they will be if you've got default settings on. Yes, yes, good, good. Okay, um, I'm going to hail them, perhaps, and see if they'll communicate with me. Okay, you send out a hail, no response. Deploy weapons. Weapons Mm. deployed. I'm just going to go in the cargo bay and put my um, remlock on. <laughs> yeah, I think I might, I might join you. Um, <laughs> John, just, just you know, if you look at the scanner, see see if they've got their weapons deployed before you get yours out. But I suppose we're a bit late now. Uh, so we'll see you in a minute. Was a, where's the escape pod? <laughs> John. Yeah. Message just appeared on the screen. It says, please accompany us to docking port. Well, that was easy. In that case, I'll put my hard points away, but keep an eye on them, make sure that they're not trying to trick me. I don't want to be seen as too aggressive. So I'll follow them in, I guess. If you guys are happy with that. You're the pilot, pilot. They turn tail and start heading the other way. Excellent. Right, follow follow them in. Follow alongside. Beep. Hostile scan detected. You check your scanner. And on your six, there is another blip coming towards you at a rapid rate of knots. Oh, meters per second, whatever you want to say. Uh, scan the ship and identify it. Weapons lock detected. Oh, crap. Um, can I boost quick towards the generation ship? <laughs> you can try. <laughs> I can't say anything because I'm currently um, trying to figure out where the cargo, the escape pod is. <laughs> Make an awareness roll. Are you just going to boost straight forward? Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. We're all going to die. We're all going to die. Success. You have clipped one of the crates. Oh. Because you were about right. You were right behind them. Obviously, were being escorted. Oh dear. Sorry. Um, sorry about that, chaps. <laughs> As you say that, a laser beam slaps past you. Doesn't hit anything, but you can see it starting to shoot out. You're under attack. What do you do? Um, hail my two wingmen and find out if they're going to help me against this attacker. Yeah, as you do, another two laser beams slice out and behind you. Can, um, we, can we add more power to shields? Is this a thing? <laughs> more power to shields? More power to shields? Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, I'd like to do that, please. Okay. You put more power to shields, your shields start to recharge. Start to charge up a bit further. In the meantime, you've just been hit. Oh. You have an available power of 20. Let's assume, because you've increased power to shields, that you have 16 points assigned to shields at the moment. So in your power to shields box, write 16. Power to weapons at the moment is none. How far off is the generation ship? Um, it's about four kilometres. Do we have any realistic expectation of getting there before he actually hits us? No, not before he gets into range. Well, into your position. Okay. You've taken damage to your shields, by the way. Take two points off. <laughs> Where is the power to shields? You've got yeah. zone, and, zone and power. Yeah. Right, your power in there would be 16 at the moment. You've taken two hits, so you score out 16 or rub out 16, then right in 14. Yeah, I'm going to flip round and I'm going to take evasive manoeuvres as I try and fire back. Okay. So you're now engaging in combat. So, for the first time ever, we have ship combat. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I'm just going to put my seatbelt on. Given that he's just had an attack, I'll let you have first attack. As you roll round, you notice that the two crates are doing the same thing. The ship you're up against is a cobra. Uh, we should be all right. Three of us against one guy. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> right, so... Um, you say what can possibly go wrong. At the moment, we have no power to weapons, so... Can I, put some, can I put some power in weapons, please? Uh, only if you reduce power to shields. You have power to engines at the moment, okay. uh, which is four, and you have 20 points altogether to spend. So you have to assign some of that to uh, weapons as well. Can I put eight to weapons? Yep. That does no, we need weapons. John just seems to boost into other ships. <laughs> <laughs> So you have an available power of 20, so between engines, weapons and shields, you must have no more than 20 points. Minus the two that we lost when we got hit. You've got them back, because it's technically it's another round now, so I'll give you those two back to make it nice and simple for you. Okay. So it's eight and eight. So you've got eight. Come on, John. We've got faith in you. Right. Are you going to try and make an evasive manoeuvre and try and shoot this guy? Well, first off, I'm just going to concentrate on trying to shoot him, and then we'll see how it goes. Right. In that case, you can use your full offensive pool. Score. A three, a six, a one, and a four. That's two successes. Yes, you hit, because you only got one success. It's a contested thing. Um, he didn't try to evade, so he didn't get any dice. So you've hit him. Are you firing one or both lasers at him? Oh, both. Both. Awesome. Especially now we know we're kidding. <laughs> it does help. <laughs> so, right, front shields are down. Boost! Not, Boost! Not, not down completely. Oh. They've, they've gone down. Okay.
Okay, the crates now get a go. One of them gets two successes. That's a definite hit. That's another hit. Yep. Right, you see the second shot from the, the crate goes through the shield and hits the heart of the cobra. He now gets a shot back, and he's going to shoot at the second crate. So you don't have to do anything to evade. And he hits it. Okay, new round. John, what are you doing? Well, knowing that um, his shields have taken, his front shields have taken a big hit, I'm going to risk going for another full-on hitting with both lasers. Okay, take your shot then. You'll need one success because I haven't got any. Yeah, you're fine. Right, you've shot him. Two shots into the hull. So, how does John's piloting skill reflect the attributes here or the the role levels? Well, what happens is if he's doing um, shooting and evading at the same time then the offensive and defensive pools get halved. Right. But if he's just going to fly straight forward, not try to get out of the way, then he can use his entire offensive pool to attack. Because obviously he's got piloting as, a, as an attribute, hasn't he? He does, yeah. Does that fit into uh, the offensive pool? <laughs> it could put that into the offensive pool if he remembered to do it, yeah. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> or if he had a better GM who remembered what he was doing. <laughs> or had all these things written in front of him. Yeah, I'm not even trying, I'm that good. I know. <laughs> Any of us could be doing what you're doing at the moment. Nonchalant. <laughs> Even Gran could do this. So, what state is he in now? Um, he is now actively trying to evade because he has um, bits falling out of his ship. He's uh, taken some quite bad hits. But he's now trying to evade. The other two crates have a go. One of them can't hit for Toffee. And one of them can't hit for Toffee. So the crates haven't hit him. New round. Shields recharged by two points. Okay, John, what are you doing? Um, Same again, I reckon. If yeah, well, I'm going to go full bore now with all of my skill. If he's evading, he should be. Um, he's he's weaker now. So here we go. Three six three two four. That's one success and one success. Roll again. Three four two six five. That's two successes and one success. Right. Yep. You hit him. Both lasers takes his shields down again. Hold down to... Ooh, hold down to zero. Hooray! He blows up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get cocky, kid. <laughs> <laughs> the crates now take formation around you again. In a rather unfair, threatening week, given the fact you just saved them. Well, they've seen we've got skills now, so they're, yeah. they're, uh, they know to be wary. Be afraid. Stablers on the loose. Okay, are you going to go back... Into yes. formation with them again? Yes, back into formation, I think. And uh, let's land this turkey. Um, <laughs> the rest of the trip towards the station doesn't isn't, isn't eventful. They escort you in. You enter the docking bay. Inside, it's dirty, unkempt, strewn with rubbish and debris from hundreds and hundreds of years of occupancy or bad repair. But it is pressurised. And as the pressure door seals behind you, the ship sensors detect that the atmosphere is starting to refill. The crate pilots have not docked alongside you. They have docked somewhere else. Because they escorted you into the bay, waited for the door to shut, and then flew off. What do you do now? There is no one in the docking bay with you. Mm. Guys, I still don't like this. Because um, we're now kind of isolated. Are they going to put us into quarantine or something crazy like that? No, I think we're all right. I think we just maybe get the uh, re- excuse me, rem locks on and... and um Mag boots on and, and go out and have a wee gander. Although, if you can find out if there's any atmosphere out there that we can breathe, then that would be helpful. 
I think I Dave's... I was pressurized, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I will check just to make sure it's not pressurized with fluoride gas or something. Um, no. It seems a bit silly considering the effort they've gone to make sure we got in here. You never know. Everything seems okay. Let's go. Okay. Anyone wearing a red jumper? That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> That's exactly what I was about to say. As a fact, I was about to hand you one, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> you put this on. <laughs> It does so, have that sort of feel about it, doesn't it? Are you um, engaging your Remlock maths before you walk out, or are you... Oh, walking? yes, definitely. Standard procedure. The ship sensors don't tell you anything really about what's outside, because they're not kitted out that way. You open the door, walk out, everything feels pretty normal. Um, a little bit chilly. You can hear the noise of various different bits of machinery in the background. There's one door on the left-hand side of the docking bay, and one door on the right-hand side of the docking bay. The one on the left-hand side of the docking bay has a green light above it. The one on the right-hand side of the docking bay has a red light above it. Um, yeah, this, um, split this the party! Looks, I was going to say, this ship looks pretty old, but even back then I still think green's probably the place to go for. Red always means danger. Let's go for the green one. Yeah. Yeah. I take it red's locked, whereas green is unlocked, so, yeah. Okay. So you're going through the green door then? Yep. Shaky Stevens. Okay. As you approach it, it opens and you enter what looks to be like a kind of, I was going to say dressing room or anything, like a locker room. There are a bank of lockers, about 20 or 30 of them along one side of the wall, um, and not much else in there, other than a door out on the right hand side. There is no light on this one, it's just a door. Uh, can we check the lockers and see if there's anything of interest oh. in any of those? Everywhere we go, you're just always thinking of loot, Fozzer. <laughs> <laughs> well, they might have a wrench. I never have too many wrenches. It might be worth checking for some sort of crew insignia, if there's any exactly. uh, EVA suits or anything. The lockers are locked, funnily enough. I think the name gave it away. Uh, can I use my wrench? You can! There's bolts <laughs> in it! <laughs> You can prise the doors open quite easily enough with the wrench. Inside, there is a lot of dust, desiccated things, and the occasional scrap of paper or scrap of material. Guys, I don't think anybody's been here for quite some time. What about the two crate pilots? Well, they obviously didn't come from around here. I reckon we'll just keep going and see what we can find. Unless they were automated. Automated crates. Robot crates. Mm. Wow. Hang on, I've got to write that one down. That's, I like that. <laughs> Surely that would involve AI, and we don't do AI in this universe. Oh no, not not anymore. It's outlawed. No, not legally, you don't. Yeah, back then, back in there. Yeah, not not saying that you know we should be listening for any clunking footsteps behind this door. <laughs> but let's go and find out what's behind this door. Zhdunk, zhdunk. Please put down your weapons. You have thirty seconds to comply. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, sorry, that was that was a lot. There's not much in these lockers. It's all rubbish, basically. They've not been used in years, decades, possibly centuries. Most of the dust that's in there is probably the decomposed remains of various bits of equipment or material or something that's quite soft and easily destroyed. So not a lot for the pickings here. You say you're going to head out the door, yeah? Yes, please. You approach the door, and the door opens as you approach to reveal three gentlemen of a burly persuasion all pointing guns at you. <laughs> they are rather swarthy, by which I mean kind of dirty. They are what looks essentially like pirate types. Not friendly, 
they're not smiling, and the guns are definitely not happy. You're not looking at the best end of them. Can Grant and I step behind John and Chris, please? <laughs> what are you on about, Foz? You're the one with public speaking. You're gonna go. You're gonna charm us out of this. <laughs> Surely that's for the guy with the psychology degree. Oh, do you, you remember what last happened last time he tried to talk someone down? The, the, the guy with the psychology degree says, uh, would you like to begin negotiations, Admiral Fozzer? <laughs> <laughs> An admiral who has a wrench in his hand. He's a hands-on kind of guy. And the wrench is attached to my utility belt, obviously. God, you know nothing. Um, right, uh, I suppose I'll step forward and say howdy. Can I ask one quick question that no one's actually thought of, including me till this point? That little robot you had. The one we left in the uh, sidewinder? You left, side, left it in the sidewinder. I was just wondering where he was at this point in time. We did take the sphere out of that, didn't we, guys? Someone's got that sphere no. nicely tucked away in a backpack somewhere. Um, I didn't pick it up. Uh, I think it's still inside the droid inside the ship. If you didn't say you were taking it with you when you left the ship, then you didn't take it with you when you left the ship. Yeah. I would have let you off there if you said you brought the robot with you, but you didn't. <laughs> you said you left them in there, and you didn't say you took the thing out, so you haven't. Okay, let me just talk these guys down, and then we'll radio the ship and get this, uh, the, the robot to follow us. You're aware that they're, listen they're listening to you say this? Yeah, that's what we want them to think. <laughs> <laughs> I'll open up dialogue with the three burly pirates. And what do you say? Nah, it don't matter. Too late, they've shot you. <laughs> um, what you all to make a roll of some kind. Hang on a sec. I'll look at what the most appropriate one would be. Do And no, it won't be animal life. Damn. What I can tell you guys, though, is that uh, due to my law and justice um, aptitude, I can pretty confidently tell you that they are acting illegally. <laughs> make it a speed roll. <laughs> We have to roll it really fast. <laughs> okay, remind me how we do this. I've got a space speed of two. Two d6. It is, yeah. Okay. A six and a three. John, you know, Chris's crystal looks like he's safe. Two, yeah, two sixes and a three. Yay! <laughs> okay. Um... Oh, how do you roll? <laughs> <laughs> Forward slash roll two d6. Okay. What's <laughs> just going to buy it? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, John and Fuzzer, you have been shot. Oh. And you fall to the ground. Ow. Chris and Grant, you have not been shot and do not fall to the ground. You see the other two fall to the ground. However, they are not bleeding. They are not burning. The laser bolts that came out look as if they were low power, so they may just be stunned. Well, I think Shoot. it's only right to return fire, yeah. Absolutely. Do you have weapons? Yeah. We have weapons. Yes. Right. I'm going to use my five-shot revolver with my Teflon bullets. Okay, go for it. So, let's see, that is going to be... Accuracy, is it? Yeah. That's the same bloody roll again. I had no luck with this last time. Come on, Grant, you can do this. Come on. Come on, you can shoot them. Both your shots hit. We'll say the sake of argument, you've hit two separate people. As you're shooting Grant, you get shot as well. You haven't Ouch. left anything left for trying to avoid being hit, so you get shot as well. Uh, Chris, you're the last man standing. One guy takes a hit from your yep. gun. Um, you saw my roll there, 5, 4, and 5. I did, yeah, 5, yep. 4, 5. 
as two successes, same as Grant got. So you've, you've both hit someone, as I said. Um, and their armour has soaked up. UV3 now, Chris. Okay. So did I, did I just fire twice then? No, you fired once. I fired once, okay, cool. Yeah. You can shoot again if you so wish now. Yeah, yeah, let's just keep shooting. Go for it then. Oh, that doesn't look good. Oh dear. Three, four, four. That's not going to work. So now three of them get a shot at you. Oh, one success. And one success. And one success. Yeah, all, all three <laughs> of them hit you. Excellent. <laughs> you go down like a sack of spuds. Everything goes black for everyone in the party. Right. You wake up slowly and painfully in a rather sparsely decorated room. Alongside each of you are three other people who you know fairly well. But at this moment in time, coming in from the fog of unconsciousness, you're not entirely sure what their names are. All you know is you've got a banging headache. Your eyes feel like you've been sucked out of your head and your mouth feels like you've been licking a camel's arse for the last five hours. What do you do? You're still clothed, but all your equipment has been taken off you. Has anybody seen my wrench? Are we tied up? No. What kind of weapons actually hit us? Are they, were they concussion weapons? They were energy weapons. They were laser weapons on a low power. They tend to um, kind of interfere with the nervous system slightly. That's how, stun, that's how I imagine stun weapons work mm. in this universe anyway. So logically, they intended to stun us, and they haven't tied us up. So obviously they want us alive. Yeah. Okay. That would seem logical. Which one of us is the best looking? Jesus, you want me to answer that one? <laughs> I think you should maybe work, I, should, I think you should discuss that amongst yourselves. And I'm so glad this is going to get recorded. <laughs> I think, uh, think Foz is probably the most appealing. You reckon you don't reckon it's head of entertainment, the guy who wears, uh, wears the, the velvet suits and the hats? <laughs> well, that's, a, that's a fair point, that is. Uh, I don't think they're going to care that he's a snappy dresser. <laughs> Okay, joking aside, guys, I, I love the fact that we're able to have a bit of levity in this time of crisis. <laughs> um, but perhaps we can get out of here. What's your idea? Um, somebody who knows something about escaping should um, get onto it straight away. Uh, well, I think I could tell you how a mouse might try and get out. So <laughs> I'm not entirely sure it's appropriate, but I could. we could maybe have a, a look around and... See if there's any doors or any way of getting out of here? Yes, I think we should definitely check out the room. You're in what is essentially a prison cell. Um, if you imagine a, a brig on a particular on a spacecraft or a sea craft of any type that you know of, you have a, a door that is quite solid metal, um, about two inches thick, with a two-foot square window with four bars in it at equally spaced intervals, vertical bars. Each other wall is completely flat, blank metal. Dig floor. <laughs> um, you, break, you break your fingers. <laughs> Can I use my uh, my skills in computers and electronics to try and figure out how the door would open? Uh, no, because there's nothing on that side of the door that looks like it would be a lock. Okay. Um, well, so this, I think this might be a, a really appropriate time for you to bang on the door using your wrench wrist, but without the wrench. <laughs> <laughs> can I? Can we just at least take a look at the door? Because you know they, they might have left it unlocked or something. <laughs> Making a weird roll. You try to open the door. It is locked. 
Well, it is literally a flat blank piece of metal with a very thin crease around all four edges where it actually meets the other wall. There's no hinges that you can see, so obviously if it does open on a hinge, it must open from the outside. It's not a pocket door because it is flush with the rest of the wall. The only actual machining manufacturing you can see on it is where they put the bars in the big hole. Are we all in the same cell? Yeah. Can I bang on the door and insist on having my phone call? You can if you so wish. Yeah, yeah, bang on the door, see if anyone's out there listening. Okay, you bang on the door. No one is listening. Is there any evidence of, uh, given that the ship is so old, is there any evidence of metal fatigue in the bars? No. Damn it. They were built to uh, last. Could I use my skills in public speaking to make an impassionate plea through the bar for someone to come and talk to us? You can. Roll for Excellent. it. Excellent. How do I do that? Well, you can either role play it by letting us all hear what you would say, or you can <laughs> roll for it by rolling in charisma. I have, uh, I have a wee idea for you. Um... How about we all collapse to the ground and pretend that we are dying of some kind of ailment while you beg for help and assistance? <laughs> okay, you can do that. Ah, the spot gambit. <laughs> Tell them that we've got an infectious disease and that they may have it. Um, uh, yeah, with Chris Jarvis here, they'd probably believe it. <laughs> Harsh. Hey. Help! Uh, help! Uh, help! They're dying in here. They've got the lady and grub plague. You need to help me. Help! Help! What's all this freaking noise? They've what are you doing? Grub plague. You've got to get me out of here. Lady and grub plague. Yeah, it's the most contagious, highly infectious disease on the, the planet Lave. You've only got 30 seconds after realising that they're infected to get out of the way of it. Um, I'm surprised you haven't tried to attempt to overpower this guard. Given that he's on the other side of a oh. two-inch thick steel door, looking uh-huh. at you through your bars. Uh... He hasn't actually opened the door yet. Seriously, man, you've got to get me out of here. There's no such thing as living grub plague. It's stupid. Shut the hell up. Somebody's going to come and see you soon anyway, and you're better my way. Uh, guys, I don't think they're going for it. Wink at them. Does the guard look like he's got any set of keys or any sort of way of opening the door on him? Not that you can see. Uh, is it worth me making a, a grab to see if I can't sort of overpower him through the bars? You can try. Yeah, don't sound like that. <laughs> what do I need to roll? <laughs> What do you need to roll? You need to roll three successes of six or more. What? Okay. Oh, close. One success. Uh, no, you stick your arm through the door, but you just can't reach him. He sees you coming a mile away anyway and moves away. Well, that plan sucked. Um, excuse, excuse me, guard. Is, uh, is there anywhere I can use a, a bathroom? Uh, really? Is- the old I need a wee trick? he nearly went for the grub plague (laughs) this one's a little more believable at least well actually if you want to be brutally honest about it you probably do need a wee by this point because you haven't gone for about the last what eight hours that's true and you've been been unconscious for a while so you probably are actually getting to that point so that gives you an added sense of urgency you can try that one if you want to try it 
Yeah, let's go for it. Um, two successes of five or more for this one. Because it is slightly more believable than leaving Grub Flu. <laughs> okay, so that's a 2d6. But hey! Oh, hey! <laughs> I don't believe they bought that. <laughs> I, th- I-, I think the piss running down my leg might have sold it. <laughs> Has he sold it well enough to make it a group wee break? <laughs> <laughs> um, he may have done, yeah. I mean, two As we're all hopping around is, leg to is, leg. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, go on then. He <laughs> goes, oh, God. No funny business. I'm watching. And he has a gun pointed at you all as he opens the door. I don't like the idea he's watching. I've got a shy blood. Down the corridor, second door on your right, then straight on to more. I mean, um, third door on your left. Um, as right. you go to the toilet, you may want to pay attention to see if you can see anything yes. interesting. I shall certainly do that. I might have a look around and pay a tray if I can see a opportunity or a way out or any indication of who is uh, holding us. Now, there are several ways you can play this, so we'll take it that the guy follows you to the actual water closet, as it were, and follows you in. Inside, there is a rather archaic arrangement of lavatorial facilities. I forgot to mention, there is gravity. You are walking around as, as normal, so you're obviously in the, rotati- in the rotating section that you saw from the outside. So yeah, he follows you in, and you're in a rather old-fashioned lavatory facility, which is quite familiar to anyone who lives in our time. As a urinal, one of the big long trough ones. Okay, well, I guess I'm going to uh, act as if I'm going and possibly go as well, but although I do have a problem going if someone's standing behind me. Tough. <laughs> um, let's think, what can we do? I think I might try and act a little bit suspicious and see if I can get him to come in a little bit closer and an opportunity to maybe overpower him. Uh, right, okay. You um, act furtively. I won't make you role play it whilst weeing. And um, he does indeed come a little closer. He hefts the gun just to make sure you, he, that you know it's there. But he is within reach now. Well, I'm going to try and spin around and grab this gun out the way. Or try and disarm him. Okay. Uh, I went to make a speed roll. No. I went, I'm going to try doing something that isn't actually in the rules. Now. I'm going to combine two attributes. What is your speed and your um, awareness? I have speed of two and an awareness of three. Right. Roll 3d6. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, really? That's uh, alright, he rolled worse. Shit. Two, two, and one. Still no successes, though, but it's contested, so we'll roll it again. That's more like it. Oh, we've got one success. Right, you successfully turn and swipe him in the arm, knocking the gun flying. At the moment, he is stunned because he wasn't expecting it, so you have a chance for a free action. Okay, and I'm going to go for a knockout blow to his head. Strength. Strength. Ease. Do, 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 Can you just check? You have zipped yourself up at this point, haven't you? No. Uh, let's let's leave That's... that one for now. Let's just concentrate <laughs> on the fight. We can worry, we can worry about zipping later. Um, strength physique. Uh, sorry, yes, physique. Shit. So I've got I've got a physique of four. So is that a roll four d six? Yeah. I get the hang of this. That's not great. Oh dear. It's enough though, because it's not contested. You strike him soundly amongst the head and shoulders, 
and he's, he staggers backwards. Right, he's not stunned anymore. So if you want to attack him, you'll have to do a contested roll now. All right, so if I go for the gun, then he's going to probably get a go over it. I'm going to go for the gun. Okay. Uh, make an agility roll. That's five. Yes, you get to the gun. As you get to the gun, he is starting to come down towards you. Okay, so I'm going to turn and try and fire at him. That's my, my next intended move. Right. <clears throat> As you're doing that, he's going to try and kick you. Two separate attacks and two separate ways, so it's not a contested roll. Is that your roll, two and five? That was the roll for getting the gun. That was getting the gun. Right, you have the gun. Now, you're going to, you said you're going to try and shoot him. Yes. Right, well, do so. It's uh, ac- Is that accuracy. Accuracy. Oh, no, I never have much luck with this one. <laughs> come on, come on. <sighs> right. That's about... You successfully shoot him, but he also successfully kicks you in the gut just before the shot hits. Now we've got to use the old, clever, old singing and dancing damage chart to find out where you actually got him. Uh, roll 1d6. Okay, you've got him in the torso. Roll 1d6 again in the left shoulder. Um, he spins back. You take a shot to the gut. Uh, yeah, he's hit you in the solar plexus. Uh, I'm going to have to ask you to make a check on physique because that has the chance of winding you. No problem. I've got a 4. So 4d6. Yeah, that's fine. I'll point out to anyone listening to this that that's not part of the rules. That's just part of the things I'm making up. Just for the sake of narrative. You can do that. You don't have to stick to the rules. Okay. You've been kicked in the solar plexus. He's been shot in the shoulder. He's staggering back. He's not going to get an attack this round because he's in pain. Okay. So well, I'm, I'm going to... I'm actually going to check. The first time I'm going to check the loss deception rule. And he failed it. No, he's not coping with that pain particularly well. He roars in pain and staggers backwards. You have a free action. Okay. Well, I am going to go for a, another shot to... I'm going to try and shoot him in the head. I'll see if I can do that. Right. You're going to aim a shot. That means the difficulty for this has increased by one. So instead of needing a five, you need a six. Okay. And that's a 2D... That's a 2D6. Yeah. It's based on accuracy again. Yep. That's it right. is, yeah. Here we go. Nice one. You have shot him in the head. Now roll 1d6 to find out where in the head. I'm certainly trying to cripple him down his left side. <laughs> but, bit by bit, that's... Um, yeah, you've taken him in the left cheek, but it's enough. He is dead. You've just blown part of his head off. Because you, you think about it, you're down on the floor, he's standing up, you've shot him in the face, angled upwards, you've just shot him in the brain, through his cheek. So, yes, he goes down with a sack of potatoes again. The gun is yours. Right. You're free. Fantastic. Well, what I'm first of all going to do is I'm going to try and uh, put his uniform on and have a check and see if he's got anything else useful on him. He does indeed have keys. It is a code lock. It's like a swipe card thing, this one. It's quite old-fashioned again. You would assume that's the key card to let you into the cells or other parts of the ship. His uniform... What was your physique, sorry? Four. Yes. It, Fits, but it's a little tight. <laughs> uh, I've always got that problem. All right, well, I'm, I'm going to try and uh, go back to the cell and let these guys out. Okay. Uh, you get back to the cell without any particular... You have successfully managed to get a, to get around the um, Todger hanging out, so by getting changed. <laughs> I'd have made him roll agility for that. Has <laughs> <laughs> it got a particularly sharp zip? Right, you get back to the cell and open the cell. You look in the cell, the door opens. Our uniformed Grant 
greet you with a big girl in his face. I cannot believe they went for that. <laughs> and with that tight uniform, Grant is now the most attractive out of the four of us. <laughs> Are you what do you reckon, guys? I reckon we should, uh, we should probably get a move on. That, that guy said there were people going to be coming to, uh, to have a chat to us. I don't really want to be here when they get here. Any idea where our stuff may be? Grant, did you see anything? Well, yeah, the urinals are a bit manky. Not looking about the toilet decor. We want to know where our shit is. No, I've no idea. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to have a look. I was too busy in combat. But we could walk up that corridor again cause, and have a look as a collective. Let's do it. You walk around the corridor and you hear voices in the distance ahead of you. Gruff voices having a bit of an argument. Now I need to work out what they're saying. Please don't say they're arguing over say. whether to eat us or not. <laughs> is there somewhere we can hide? I like the round one. He's lovely. I want him. I'll have his back. <laughs> <laughs> As you come out of the brig area, you find there are four or five other doors that are similar to the one that you were in. So obviously you're in like a cell bay of some type. You can go out of the cell bay through a security door that is currently open because obviously Grant left it open. Go out into the corridor and you can go left or right. The floor curves around as you look down it. But on each side of the corridor, as it curves, there are doors into each side. Yeah, we don't want to get into a firefight with only one gun between us. Especially with my accuracy. Is anyone good at using a gun and they can have this? Give the gun to someone else. Who's got good accuracy? I have an accuracy of three. Yeah, me too. I got four. Oh, there we go, John. Yeah, you take the pistol. (laughs) You go first. Actually, you know what? Hold on. If we're going to pull this off, I've seen it. The handcuffs have got to fit, otherwise they'll know. And I can try and maybe blag our way through that, but I better hang on to the gun. But the minute we get into trouble, John, you get ready to catch. I thought we were going to hide. They're going to know it's us. It's not exactly there's a lot of people on this ship. They're going to be in in view in less than 10 seconds. To be honest, real real time. Check the doors, hide. Hide, hide. Hiding, hiding. Okay, you're hiding the doorways. The doorways are only about... Half a foot thick. They're not particularly well received. Open the doors. Hide inside. How do you open the doors? Mm. I've got my security pass. That I nicked. At least one person's got a security pass. Okay. Five, four. Any door. Grant, open one of the doors. Let's all go in. I'm going to shoot this door right beside me. Shoot it. Just <laughs> open it. Oh, right, I'll try that. I mean, that's what I meant with the, with the card. <laughs> Rather, I was. I used to, what I was thinking in my head was they should shoot the vent and we should all jump in. But then you know, we've seen that before. Uh, I'm going to try to open this door behind me. Okay, you put the card onto the door. The door does open. Yeah, you can all jump inside. We're not just going back into another cell, are we, guys? Well, at least we've got no, it's a there. it's a proper door this time. Okay, it doesn't right. have bars on it. Anything in here we can use as a weapon? No, it's an empty room with a bed in it. Oh. I'm hiding under the bed. <laughs> can I get under there with Grant? Is there enough space? Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, there is. We close the sing- door and someone put their ear to the door and listen to them going past. Yes, good idea. Because everything in my head now is all of you doing the same thing. All of you got your ears against the door now. <laughs> it's a real red dwarf moment. It really is. <laughs> Yeah, as the guys are walking past, you hear them saying, we couldn't find anything on that ship, just that bloody robot. I don't know what the hell it was. Was there anything else on the ship? Was there was the sphere on the ship? Not that I, I could really... find, no. Ooh, I, know about the I know about the sphere. They don't know, they've not noticed it's in the robot. Shh. Does that mean there's more information on the sphere than just the chart that brought us here? Isn't that enough? Where is he? Have they gone yet? Yeah. 
Okay, guys, we need to get the <laughs> frack out of here. Okay, is there a potted plant in this room? Because I missed out on the wee break. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're just going to have to hold it, Jarvis. Damn it, at least the sense of urgency gives me adrenaline. <laughs> That's right. one thing I have not thought of getting a check for is control of bladder. <laughs> to be honest, I'll just piss myself. <laughs> <laughs> There's no sound coming from the uh, corridor, man. Guys, are we going to look for weapons or are we just going to hightail it down t- to the docking bay to see if we can get back on the sidewinder? I kind of need my wrench. You've got loads yeah. of wrenches. you got a whole bloody storeroom full of them. But I like that one. She's called Susan. It was my special wrench. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. Seriously, we need to escape with our lives. Forget the wrench. Well, even if we get back to the ship, there's no guarantee that we can get the docking bay open. Oh. Why don't we go to the command centre and see if we can't get the information there and then get the docking bay open from there? That's a good idea, Foz. You go to the command centre and we'll go back to the ship. <laughs> Okay, but you're going to be sitting ducks on that thing. This ship is also pretty big. I mean, there's a good chance that the operations centre is a good mile from here. All right, just run. Let's run. The, the, fa- the further away we get from them, the um, you know, the longer it'll take for them to find us. What is this, Doctor Who? I kind of want another look at this sphere, seeing as they're still interested in it. It's still in the chest of the robot, which is sitting in the sidewinder. Okay, Bagsy, you're not going back to get it. There's no point in all four of us going back to the ship to get it. Yeah, there is. <laughs> we've got one. We've got one gun, so I'm going to give it to John now. John, here you go. Well, why doesn't John go back and get it, and we'll wait here? Because if they're going to come to the cell and find the cell empty, they're going to be back in a couple of seconds, checking every door. So we need to get out of here. So, okay, right so what's our current plan? Are we trying to escape, or are we trying to get further into the ship? We're going to head back and try and find our ship and see if the robot's been left on it. Okay. Fine. But I think it's a bad idea. We need to open this door and have a check and make sure they're definitely gone. John, ready that pistol. Do we know where the docking bay is? Pistol. Where's John? Pistol is. Oh, there he is. Pistol is drawn. Corridor is clear, yeah. And I guess we run to the direction that those guys came from. And that way we shouldn't uh, catch up with them. Okay. You run up the corridor. Um, do any of you listen as you're running? Open it Not someone, me. Open it. Someone I'll, says I'll, yes. I'll, yeah, I'll say yes. Okay, I'm listening aw- as well. Make an awareness roll into the... As you run, you're coming up to a crossroads. Um, at the crossroads, it's literally four-way crossroads. You've got the way you came from, you've got going straight ahead, or you've got left and right. From the right-hand corridor, you can hear voices. Straight ahead there, is it, guys? Can't make out what they're saying as of yet. Straight ahead. Either that or left. You're approaching the crossroads now. Are you going which way? Straight across. Straight across. Straight across. Okay, go straight across. Nope, nobody saw you. The voices have receded to the distance again. Ahead of you, you can see another junction that goes off to the right also goes straight on. As you get to it, you said, I think you can't hear any voices, but you look down the one to the right and there is a door at the end that is a bit wider than the other doors and has the look of a turbo lift about it, if you were in Star Trek. Ah, a lift. It's a lift door, basically. Let us use the lift. 
Okay, I'll use this pass that we've nicked from this guard and uh, see if we can get into this lift. Uh, yep, that opens the door. And you enter a lift. It does have a control panel on it. Can, can we use, this one's yours. <laughs> can we use, um, if, if we're in a rotational section, mm-hmm. can we use knowledge to work out based on the curve of the floor whether we're likely to be near the centre or near the edge? Not without an engineering degree. Okay. The one thing I would say is the, the, the graphic is about 1G. I was just thinking from general experience of living on a rotating station and, and all the other stuff, whether we'd kind of have an instinct for whether um, we're near the centre of the thing or near the outside okay. of the thing. We, we, we could just look at the floor that we're on on the left. There is that. That works too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to give you an awareness roll for that if you want to do it, but the lift only has one actual floor on it. It just has various areas on it. There is a map. Ah. on the inside of it that basically has various different areas of that floor that you're on. So it's not a lift that goes up and down through the levels, it's a lift that goes around the outside of the actual living area, if you like. Ah, good. Hanger! Someone push the button. You said hanger. That'll do. That'll do the trick. Um, It starts to move with a nice happy little ping. It moves fairly slowly, so you've got a bit of time. What do you do with that time? You've got to see not that you can tell how long you've got, but I'll tell you anyway, you've got about 30 seconds of Lift moving time. Okay, so guys, are we trying to escape, or are we going to get onto the ship and have a look at this robot thing and see what else we can find out? Because it seems to me that we've come somewhere that's not particularly friendly. Yeah, I think we need to move to the side of these doors as well before they open, so that we've got an opportunity to surprise anyone standing in front of the lift when it opens. Yes, good idea. Rather than standing here, but yeah, I think we'll go and have a examine this this robot again. And lift comes to a halt. Right, guys, it's aside. Doors open, and the corridor outside is empty. Phew. Okay, let's go before someone calls the lift. About 100 feet in front of you, the corridor branches off to the right and left, and then kind of comes like a T-junction. At the midpoint of that T-junction is a door. Well, two doors, actually. Are any of them open? Nope. They're not open at the moment, but you, you don't know if they're actually unlocked or not. You can't tell from where you are. Okay, run to the doors and try them. You try the door in front of you, the, the one of the T-junction, um, and it opens. And you're in a locker room with broken doors. This ah. looks awfully familiar, guys. Hmm. Maybe they just shot us because we broke into their lockers. Fozzer. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to be any happier when they find the naked man shot in the head in the bathroom. <laughs> okay. Right, uh, we know it's straight on through this, but um, we haven't got Remlocks. I bet the, the dock will st- should still be pressurised, but I think we need to uh, think about putting our heads around and make sure that the docking bay is clear before we just go charging out there. The light above the door is green, by the way. Ah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> or we can just <laughs> run out there. <laughs> okay, you run out there. The, the, the door opens, and there's your ship with three people around it. See? You see? You see? This is what I said. <laughs> Quick, get back back in before they see us. Too late. Oh, bollocks. John, they shoot. Start, they start running towards you. Shoot. I'm gonna, gonna, hang shoot. on, hang on. I'm going to try and apply some psychology here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to slide out and I'm going to say, Oi, what are you three doing here? You were told to report back to the command centre. Yeah, you, you're not the one wearing the uniform. <laughs> Tits. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Right. Some grand. He's the one wearing the uniform. John, conceal the gun for a second. I'm going to go and have a chat with these guys. Really? If I can at least 
Oh, shite. Can I not <laughs> say, do you not recognise the 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 uh, velvet hat and cloak of an Imperial ambassador? <laughs> nah, it didn't work. As they're coming towards you, they're starting to raise their weapons. I'm going to tackle one, Fozza. We need to tackle these and let John shoot them. Come on, we need to get them down. We need to stop them. Look, okay, Can I just shoot someone fine. now, please? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tackle the one on the left. I'll take the one on the right. It's gonna be contested. You've got three guys running towards you. All three of them have guns drawn. Which one are you shooting at? One on the left, one on the right, one in the middle. One in the middle, I think. Go for it then. Oh crap. I say at the risk of sounding massively brave, I'm gonna lie down on the floor and put my hands behind my head. <laughs> 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 nice, mate. <clears throat> um, Grant and I were both supposed to be tackling um, the one on the left and the one on the right to the ground. Um, okay. And Grant's going to come from the middle. Um, you've successfully shot him. He only got one for his defense. Oh, cool. um, make your attack, you crazy melee people. Um, what's that? It'll be agility in this instance. Agility, just based. Ooh. Now roll again. I've got you exactly the same as you did, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, you miss. I miss the guys. The uh, guy that you launch yourself out sidesteps you, and you go flying past him, face Grant. What about Grant? Can I roll for Grant. Uh, um. Right, okay. Should we do his? Roll, roll for Grant then, yeah. That's three eights. <laughs> uh, blah, 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 blah. Roll again. Four eights. Crying it loud. Roll again. Oh dear. Oh, Jesus no, no, no. Christ! <laughs> roll again. Really? Yeah. Lucky seven. All right, you got higher than I did. I'm fed up rolling for it now because we keep getting exactly the same thing. <laughs> I'm getting one success, you get one success. I get no successes, you get no successes. So I rolled five, a five and a one. So I got a six. You got a seven. You win. You um, yes, you uh, Grant manages to take his one down. <laughs> I'll just see if he manages to stay on his feet now. Uh, uh, no, I'm just two seconds ago. Spectacular fail. So I, like a loon, have just gone sailing past my uh, guy. John, did you manage to actually shoot your guy? Apparently I did. Okay, so you've managed to shoot it. Grant's managed to knock his to the ground, and I've just managed to go flying past mine. <laughs> Do you want to roll for a location where you've shot yours, John? Yep. In the face. In the face. That would be a, a good turnaround, that one. Oh, crap. In the balls or a toe. <laughs> <laughs> It could be a toe at this rate. That's a shin, isn't it? It's definitely one lower leg, yeah. Roll another D6, John. Yeah, sure. Knee, your knee captain. Exactly, knee captain. I'll do. Knee goes to the ground. And I'm going to do, I keep forgetting to do for people to get a shot, the pain management check. Yeah, he's fine. He, 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 he took that like a man. He's down, but not out. Okay, next round. Who's doing what? Fossa, you're on the ground. Can I get up and charge the guy again? You can get up in this round and attack next round. Oh dear. Can I 
don't know. Is the, is the assailants, have they got guns? Uh, yeah. In which case, can I roll out the way? Yeah. Or can I roll to my feet? You, if you make an agility roll, you need two fives. Um, you roll over. <laughs> it's a stunning combat roll, it just hasn't got you to your feet yet. Right, fine. Chris, are you still lying on the floor? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of staying surrendered. Okay. I'm shooting someone again, please. Go for it. Uh, yep, you've shot him again. No peas about that one. You want me to roll for where I shot him? Please. Oh. Oh dear. In the arm somewhere. Another D6. Is this guy Peter Weller from Robocop? <laughs> <laughs> shot him in the wrist. Um, he's not exception for that. Squeals like a baby girl with that one. <laughs> I mean, who gets shot in the wrist? I mean, really. <laughs> uh, that'll be a major blood loss one as well. So yeah, he's now bleeding copiously from a wound in his wrist, and is bleeding not so copiously from a wound in his knee. At this point, I think it should be John turning around to Jarvis and saying, See? That's how you shoot someone. <laughs> <laughs> how rude. I got someone in the centre of the face with a single shot. Exactly, that's the point. With a shotgun of all things. <laughs> See, John's person can answer some questions. Yours, not so much. Shut up, roly-poly boy. <laughs> I'm rolling here. Okay, next round then. I, I, I oh, can't Grant hasn't that. done anything yet. Grant, are you doing anything? Uh, I will try and render him unconscious then with a... Some manual combat. Go for it. You can hit him with a manual. <laughs> so, that, <laughs> so that's going to be physique then. Yeah. Bink. Okay, I've got a nice physique of four, so that makes it nice. Four. And that doesn't make it nice. Another eight. I basically gave him a cuddle. <laughs> basically, yeah. That was pretty bad. But I wouldn't worry about it because he did, he did just as badly. He didn't get any. He got three, three and a two. So you're kind of in deadlock at the moment. <laughs> Mr. Stabler, you're shooting again? Are you ready for that one? Oh, God, yeah. I think you're... I th yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one. Uh, roll for your uh, location of hit. Oh, it's In looking good. In the face. Another one. <laughs> oh, dearie me. In your face. We're not doing good at keeping people alive to talk to, are we? Perfect headshot. That's right in the brain case. He's gone. He's down and out. Blood everywhere. Foster, In which case, you're, you're still rolling about. I am still rolling actually, about. I actually forgot to do the guy that you tried to attack. Combat roll, last roll. So, uh, carry on. Uh, well, as John seems to be so good with his gun, uh, I'm just going to keep rolling out of the way of this guy and wait for John to shoot him. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Foster, rolling. he might start shooting back at me or something. No, hold on a minute, because you've got, you got the one guy who's... I mean, is the guy that you just shot in the head, is he the guy with the dodgy wrist? Yeah. All right, so he's one. So we've got one guy that's in, fine, and they've got me spooning this guy in the floor. <laughs> and a guy who last round just looked in amazement at this roly-poly guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm away. I've, I've, I've seen that the odds have shifted, and I'm getting to my feet. Okay, you'll be having a combat action next round if you want one, then. In the meantime, this guy is going to... He's come out of his stupor and is now shooting at roly-poly guy. <laughs> um, I'm going to count your rolling away as an evasive action. Okay, do I need to roll something different with that? It's agility. It's the same, then. Is that your roll there, 6 plus 2? Yeah. Uh, 3 plus 6 is 9. Uh, six. Yep, you've um, successfully evaded him again. Tumble, tumble, tumble. <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling. Oops. 
okay. Next round again, then. So we've got a stable area standing over the deceased corpse of the bullet-riddled cretin that he just shot. Well, it's not bullet-riddled, really. Laser-riddled. Time for me to shoot the other guy who's trying to shoot Fozzer. Oh, we haven't got Grant to go yet. Oh. We're still spooning. <laughs> I'm going to attempt to disarm him in the hope... I'm not sure we still got his gun, but try to disarm him in the hope that we can then maybe keep him alive for questioning. Go for it. That'll be physique versus physique. Okay. Good luck on this one. <laughs> Come on. Oh. You're wrestling with B.A. Baracus. <laughs> Roll it again. You've got the same physique as this guy does. No. He keeps his gun and shoots it while he's struggling. Now this might go anywhere. So. Don't shoot the guy rolling on the ground. Don't shoot the guy rolling on the ground. <laughs> for comedic effect, you'd shoot Jarvis who's just got up. Well, <laughs> hold your horses there. Hold it there, Fanny. I'm going to do this in the order that everyone's on the screen. I've got John, then Chris, then Grant, then Fozzer. I'm rolling 1d4. Whatever number this comes up as on the screen, that's who's just been hit. Three. So that is Grant. Makes sense. Grant, <laughs> Grant has just been shot in the, in the ankle. <laughs> the, that's not right, so bad then. The right ankle. Make a nociception roll. Not a problem. Are you going to like this one? I've got a nociception of five. Awesome. Anyone who's played Yards, he can tell you, you can still roll five ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're fine. That will be a trauma of two blood loss, uh, one slash one. Do you know how that works? No idea. Right. On your health and wounds track, you've got trauma. Yep. Where it says lower legs, you've got two little hex markers. Yeah? Yep, got it. The one that's on the right-hand side, um, if you score both of those blocks out, that means that your leg is now useless. Gotcha. So I, if I've got a trauma of two, then I will score two off my max trauma, is it? Or is that that's just right, most yeah. that you can take in one round? Yep, that's so I'm right. down to six. And then mark two checks out of the lower legs on that side that I've been shot. Uh-huh. Excellent. And okay. one blood loss. So your blood loss tracker, you've got three hexes on top of each other. The first one. Blank out one square, uh, one segment, and then blood loss per round, write one. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so every round from now on, we're in combat, you'll lose one blood. So I'll just add one to that section until it's full, and then move up to the next one. That's right, yeah. Gotcha, makes sense. What about armour? Are you wearing any armour? Unless they took it off me. So you are. forgot about that. You're the most heavily armoured person in the bloody world. No, he's not, because he's wearing his guard suit. So he is! Hey! Yeah. No, you're not. Sorry. Oh, I should have kept my tadger out. <laughs> <laughs> Psychologically speaking, the impact of attacking an enemy completely naked. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be a family show, this, guys. Come on. Uh, right, next round then, I believe. Chris, you're now in combat. John, you're shooting at someone else. Foz, are you still rolling? I am still rolling. He's hoping that I shoot him now. <laughs> in another round, you're going to hit a wall, by the way. <laughs> Can I not just be rolling backwards and forwards from side to side? <laughs> Are you well, just playing caterpillars in a sleeping bag? <laughs> Pretty much. So okay. do I need to roll my? Uh, do I need to roll mine? Well, do you want me to try and shoot him first? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That might save me having to roll. Well, uh, Fuzzer, you you're not contested at the moment anyway, so I wouldn't worry about it. You're getting quite far away. So. <laughs> no, no, you've just said you're not. So fair enough. No, carry on, uh, John. Go on. Yep, that's fine. Uh, you've hit this guy in the... Five. Yeah, that's that's torso. 
the right lung, let's say. His armpit. Yeah. Woke stuff. What effect would that have? Yeah. Nociception. I mean, that difficult one. He still passes. Fair enough. Yeah, you've just shot him in the in the left in the left side of the chest, the right side of the chest. Sorry, he's taking a bit of a stumble for that one. He's not going to be returning fire this round. Next Can round. Can I jump on him? No, because you're still rolling about. Can I roll on him? Not this round. No. <laughs> That'd be worse than a bullet to a chest, surely. <laughs> uh, can I get up then? Um, not this round. No. Oh. Chris, what are you doing? I'm going to go for the. Um, I'm going to pick up the slightly sticky gun of the guy that was shot in the wrist. Yeah, on the head and the leg. Yeah. Uh, okay, you will take you an action to do that. So that'll be all you're doing, Grant. I'm just going to probably sit and cry about my sore ankle. No, I'm going to try and wrestle this gun again. I'm going to try and get it off him. Okay, cool. Sword strength, feet strength, uh, physique, physique, sorry. Physique of four. You need two successes, which you have. Yep, you got his gun. He prized it from his cold, not quite dead hand. Don't think he's injured, is he? No, he's not. There's another one that isn't. Right, next round. Chris and Fozzer. Let's do Fozzer first, because you're getting up from rolling out to try to do something useful now, aren't you? Uh, no, I'm just going to get up. No, just going to get up. Okay. You stand up. Everyone's having a fight. Uh, let's go from the start. John. Time for another shot. Go for it. You missed. Oh. Mr. Jarvis. You now have a gun in your hand. What are you going to do with it? Yeah, I'll take a shot at that guy as well. Go for it. He doesn't have an avoid roll this thing, so he's used it against John. So it's your um, accuracy. Five. Yep, yep. That's one hit. Want to try and find out where? Yeah. Six. Get Yay! Away. Headshot. Next six. Four. Ooh, that's not a nice shot. That's in the throat. What is it? <laughs> he's not going to be telling us anything. So soon. <laughs> no. We better hope Grant keeps his alive. Right, yeah. that, that guy goes to the ground. He's functionally dead. He will be dead within the next two rounds because blood loss from the throat wound is quite high. Okay, the only guy that's left is the one that Grant's cuddling. Yeah, so I'm going to uh, point it at the last remaining guy and order him to freeze. He does so. He's just watched two of his mates go down. He's 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 standing still. He drops to his knees and puts his hands up. He doesn't look very happy. Or at least less unhappy than other guys do. So, can someone ask okay. him what the hell is going on here? Hang on, before well, we get into that, can someone get a tourniquet on Grant? Oh, actually, I've got medic. I've got a medical kit. Can you can you do something then? Have you I still have got no idea. Well? I've still got. Oh, I haven't got it. I had it. Yeah, I haven't got it. It's just in the box somewhere. <clears throat> Grant, can't you tear off some of that uniform and like have a makeshift one? I probably could try. Yeah, you can. You can make a tourniquet from that. Okay. Grant's been bound up. This guy's got his hands on his head. He's on his knees. Fuzzer stopped rolling around. John's puffing the smoke away from his gun barrel because he's done a pretty good shot. And that's it, really. Okay, can we drag him onto the ship uh, and, and lock up so that we're at least in a controlled environment? One question. Yeah. Who's got the ship key? Um, I always keep a spare at my ass. <laughs> <laughs> for, no, for no other reason than it gets a bit lonely on the station. <laughs> no, um, damn it. Um, I've got a subcutaneous implant which allows me to access the, the ship. That's okay then. You place your appendage which your implant is in against the ship's panel. I'm not going to ask which bit. Was <laughs> I already know what's going on in my head? John, John, we haven't got time for that. 
Uh, the ship opens. Ship opens. <laughs> you all clamber on board. So that's how he gets the teacup. <laughs> okay, so he's really, really getting quite cramped in this sidewinder now. But, uh... <laughs> right, let's just get to torturing this guy. Okay. First, okay, <laughs> who are you? You're in the cargo hold slash passenger compartments at the moment anyway, yeah. not in the bridge, so you should have enough space to do what you need to do. Yeah. So first question to the guy, who are you, people? We're the ones that own this station. Station? Yeah, we call it a station. It's our station, it's our base, it's where we work from. Okay, you found it? Yeah. Salvage. Okay, so who are you? You don't need to know that. I'm not telling you anyway. Why did they try and incarcerate us? You mean you don't know? Well, I want to hear it from you. Have you got this fear? Yeah. (laughs) Where? John! (laughs) (laughs) None of your business. I'm not going to tell you. But you have got it. Yeah. That's fine. Hold on a second. Who's asking? Is the pirate asking if he's got the the sphere, or are you asking? No, the pirate's asking it. Yeah, it's another Scottish pirate. So what's the significance of the sphere? You'll find out soon enough. Okay, somebody punch him. Hold on. I tell you what, <laughs> Who's got the highest physique no, role? Better idea. Why don't we just go and get the torture droid from the uh, command deck? They're going to switch it from navigation to torture <laughs> mode. He doesn't know it's a navigation <laughs> droid. He does now. <laughs> no, I whispered that. No, he didn't. <clears throat> I'm going to uh, break some of his fingers. <laughs> just like that. Uh, okay. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he tries to resist, but he can't, obviously... The physical floor that you have is man enough to be able to break his fingers with it and be able to do anything about it. He screams in pain. Does that do anything else to him? No, it doesn't. He's fine. He swears at you quite a lot. You're not going to get anything from me. You can break every bone in my body. I'm not going to tell you what you need to know. Well, we haven't got time to break every bone in your body, but we could break quite a few. I'm dead anyway if I tell you any more. There's worse things than being dead. Get the torture droid! It's true. I'll have you know that I'm head of entertainment on Lave Station, and we get an awful lot of student budget movie submissions, and we could make you watch all of them. <laughs> can I please just place my gun at his temple? Yes, you can. Fine. You're dead if you don't tell us right now. I'm dead if I do tell you. Well, but you get to live five <laughs> minutes longer, so just tell us. Nope, not telling you. Oh, right. Can I just shoot him in the head then? Shoot him in the knees. <laughs> yeah, let's start lower. Work your way up. <laughs> you don't do that sort of thing very often, do you? We're, we're quite dark as a crew. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are in mortal peril, so we're not thinking rationally. And I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, okay, out of character for a moment, I'm just saying that I'm, I'm quite used to playing a Doctor Who-based role-playing game. <laughs> and I have to say, people's <laughs> solutions to problems are normally quite different to this. <laughs> just, just having that as an aside for anyone who's listening to this you know role playing games are all about choice these are choices that we are making shoot him in I the did, knee I did, I did kind of design this game around the fact that combat wouldn't be the, the be all and end all of it and there'd be a lot of focus on problem solving and trying to work together as a team and trying to get things out of people without shooting them in the face that kind of thing you know, but exactly. it's, it's not working that way shoot him in the knee <laughs> Okay, right, forget this. Hang on a second. Are we going to get discovered here? I take it there's more of these guys like that we left in the cell block. Are they going to be coming down here after they've heard those shots? We should ask him how many of them are. Right. How many prisoner Snickers. I really want to shoot this guy. Okay, how can we get out of here? Is there a way that we can unlock the the doors and... Make a knowledge roll, all of you. 
Fuzz has worked it out. Chris has worked it out. Grant's worked it out. John hasn't worked it out. <laughs> He's John. the pilot. Okay. pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone except John suddenly has a thought. What if his communications are still on? Oh, shh. And we've just told them that we've got the blooming orb, brilliant. Let's send oh, John to the cockpit and get the engine to get the weapons warmed up. Remember what I said uh, John, about the way that I designed the game being about thinking through problems? Shoot him in the knee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about we... <laughs> I wasn't going to shoot him in the head. Shoot him in the other knee. <laughs> Can we um can we use the comms to communicate oh. with the people on the ship, please? Um, you could do, yeah. To all of you on this vessel, please yes. communicate with us, or John's going to get sh- shoot your friend in his head. The response comes back and says, "We know where you are. There are more of us than there are of you, and there are several of us heading your way right now. The best thing you can do for yourselves at this point in time is hand over our colleague and hand over the droid." Otherwise, there isn't going to be much of a ship left once we're finished with it. Bing bong. Okay. okay, is it not, is it not transmitting anymore? Yeah. What would happen if we took the sphere out of the droid and gave them the droid? I don't know. Because then we can see what happens after we've given them what they think they want, but we'll still have a little bit of collateral. Yeah, I still think that we're going to be outnumbered. <laughs> Can't we, we just destroy the sphere and then say, detente, commander? No, why don't we just... Take the sphere, throw that guy and the robot out the cargo bay, close up the Asbo Sidewinder and see what they do. Because surely if we're, we're safe, if we're in here, we can put the shields up and just sit here if we want. Well, how about if we get uh, John to get in that pilot seat and maybe aim at the door with, a, with a, a bit of a laser blast, we can wait till they come out and then have them all um, blown into space? Is there any option about shooting our way out of this thing? Or are they I mean, uh, docking bay too, uh, too thick for that? We've got three guns on us, haven't we? So we could. Can I ask? Is the um, is the side window door closed? Is the ship sealed up? Yeah. So Jarvis did say that we wanted to get on the ship and close it up so that we'd be safe. Did he? Yeah, he yeah. did. Okay. So, obviously, they're thinking of depressurizing this, uh, thinking that they can suck us out and then just come and reclaim our dead bodies and the droid. But maybe we can just fly out of here. You know. When you all go quiet, it's like you're waiting for me to say something, but at the moment you're all talking amongst yourselves, so mm. I'm not saying anything until you've come up with a, a course of action. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what happens okay. as it happens. John, you need to go and start the engines up and see if you can get us out of here. Right, I'm already there. Right, on the console you can see that the pressure in the docking bay has dropped. Cool. Has the docking bay door opened? You can't see. It's behind you. Okay. Take off and turn around. And while he's doing that, if I can uh, knock this prisoner unconscious with the butt of the pistol. Unconscious is very unreliable. We need to either do him or tie him up. (laughs) I'm not up for doing him. Definitely not. Only the entertainment management could think of sex at a time like this. (laughs) And technically, would you not tie them up first? Funnily, it might might have been one of the few things that might have got him to talk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tie you up. And then I'm going to have you. <laughs> I'll talk. Oh, just <laughs> just him shoot him in the head. Put a gag in his mouth and tie him up. We might need him later. You're lucky I'm okay. flying this, otherwise I would have just shot him. Right. Your efforts at flying have been raising the ship off the ground and spinning it round. As you spin it round and the 
docking bay door is open, and out of the docking bay, you can see your two friends in the crates. Remember them? Yeah. Yes, the two crates. Yeah, they're, we remember them. They're pointing those in towards you. Weapons are deployed. I fancy my chances in a ship with my accuracy and my flight skill over sh- trying to shoot at more guys who are on their way. Yeah. Well, I was thinking if we're feeling slightly more humane and if we might want to distract the enemy ships, we could throw their comrade out into Great space with a redlock and see if one of them goes picks and picks them up. up instead of dealing with us. For some reason, I think they're not going to care. I think they just care about the droid. So they're not going to destroy us because we've got the sphere. They're okay. going to try and they're going to try and disable us. Surely, whenever they try and shoot at us, it's not going to be trying to destroy us. Well, if they want the droid, let's take the sphere and dump the droid. Well, the droid's the only thing we've got that we can use the sphere. John, shoot at them. Too late. They've shot at you, oh. both of them, at the same time. Oh. Right. Okay. One combat roll gives me a three, three, and two. So he's a bugger all. Five. Yep. That's one hit. One hit from a from a laser off the crate. So your ship starts. Your shields are obviously on full power at the moment. So uh, reduce them by four. Four? A cobra only did two. No, it did four. Oh, damn it! Is there a gap between them that I can boost between them? No. Oh. Crates are, from what I remember, about twice the size of a sidewinder. These two actually managed to fill up pretty much the entire docking bay. Ah, uh, I thought crates were small. Okay. Um, damn it. Right, guys, are you happy for me to just try and take this, these Muppets on? Yeah, absolutely. We're sat in the cargo bay with our remlocks on. Yeah, do it. And I do think we should do this plan of throwing the robot out the back just to see if it distracts. Okay. Well, you guys can just do that. You don't need my permission. Just Well, you're chatting the crates fire again. And both of them hit you this time. Fuck. So take eight off your shields. Right, return fire. Okay, make your shot. Yep, you've hit one. Okay, you have ten seconds of talking time before I shoot again. Okay, I'm going to grab the droid and take the sphere out of it. Okay. Evasive manoeuvres. In a docking bit. Hit the thrust. Can I just shoot him again? <laughs> you can, yeah. We've not got much in the way of shields left, guys. Looking good, though. Uh, yep, that was a good shot. Another hit. Okay, another 10 seconds of talking time before I do something else. Unfortunate. Right, another shot from me. John, without fish in a barrel, get us out of here. Well, I will. Once I killed one of them, there'll be some space. Three fives. Uh-huh. That's a shot. Your shields will recharge at a rate of two points per round as well. Ah, right. Okay, so we're... We're going to back up to... And you're shot again by the first crate and by the second crate. Ow. That's another... Eight again. Well, those guys have got their rem locks on. Can I put some more power to shields and turn off life support? Yeah. You can't divert power from life support. You have to uh, divert it from one of the available power systems, which is engines, weapons and shields. We've got four in engines. We could take that down to zero things. We're not going anywhere at the minute. Yeah, do it. And that would give us 12. Yeah. No, because we've got eight, eight weapons, haven't we? Yeah, you've got eight. Um, so that gives us 12. That'll give you 12. Um, and then you're two from just having got to a recharge point. What are you guys in the cargo bay doing at the moment? Jarvis is fiddling around with a bot. 
Right. You've got the sphere out of it now. I'm standing okay. near the um, the cargo bay doors to open them up. Yeah, so how do we load something out of the ship? Every uh, hang on and I'll depressurize the cargo hold. And then repressurize it once it's out. You can do that, or you could just chuck it into the cargo scoop. Yeah, there must be some sort of jettison thing. There is. There's a cargo scoop. I never thought a cargo scoop would go in the opposite direction. Can I shoot again now? There's also the cargo bay door. That's what I thought. Yeah. I think the cargo scoop would work, because you've got an option for jettisoning things as well, which doesn't involve having yeah, to depressurize everything. Yeah, that thing. We'll do that thing. Whatever that thing does. Do that. Just yeah. some things. Yeah. Do that. Am I allowed to shoot now? Uh, yep. Odd. Oh, so trigger happy. Oh dear. Are any of them down yet? Not with shooting like that. Nope. I'm, going, I'm, I'm assuming that you're focusing your shot on one ship. Yeah. Uh, nope. Still not down. One crate misses you. Another one gets you though. So that's uh, two down. Okay, we're down to ten. I fire another shot. Go for it. Ah, oh, a five. That's still a hit, though. Your weapons are now starting to overheat. I would assume because we've not been doing heat tracking of them. Is there a um, heat sink on this? Uh, not fitted. Fozza! Why didn't you fit it? I told you last week. <laughs> hey, this thing's about... <laughs> well, all we do with this thing is we broadcast a radio show. It's not meant to be taken into action. Still, if we die, I'm going to blame you. Okay, next round. The crate that you've been peppering shots at banks out of the way. The other crate banks across the middle of the docking bay, which... Leaves not quite enough room to get out the sides, but you can give it a try if you want. Go on then, I'll give it a go. So it's accuracy again, yeah, with my ship piloting skill. Uh, yeah, it will be. Okay, if I ever needed sixes, it's now. Ooh. Two sixes. Take two points off your shields as you scrape past yes. and, manage, and manage to get out. Woohoo! Have you ditched that droid yet? No, we're about to. Once we clear the docking bay and we've given them something to chase, we'll um, fire it off in the other direction. Boost, boost, boost. Wait a minute, John. John, we have to move in. We're energy back from the shields to uh, engines. Of course. <laughs> or from weapons if we're going to run. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, t- we'll take it off the weapons. We'll keep the shields. Okay, so you go forth from weapons to... Indians. Are you going to fly in a straight line or are you going to try and do evasive actions as you fly? We'll do evasive actions as we fly. Yeah, okay, while so we wait for these hyperdrives to spin up. Make a defensive pull roll then. Uh, that's awareness, yeah? Yeah. Uh, do I get to add the ship skill to that as well? Yes, you do. Nope. You so did you say hit. awareness? I thought it was accuracy. That's awareness for piloting. Uh, accuracy for shooting. Your offensive pull is accuracy for your shooting. And your defensive pool is awareness or knowing where things are around you. Oh, it's going to be a three-parter. Um, yeah, it's going to be late. <laughs> it might not be a three-parter if you can't get us away, John. <laughs> <laughs> I like Foz's um, positive attitude. <laughs> okay, so you were shot against by just one ship, so it's another two points off your shields. How's my hyperdrive looking? And one more round and it'll be ready. 
charging is all, all so, worked so, Okay, so jet, jet jettison the... droid. Right, droid's jettisoned. Uh, <laughs> another shot goes off. Do you want to make an evasion again? Yep. Right, you're hit again. Another two points off. Down to four and shields by my calculations. Yeah. It's going to be a close one. Okay, you are now hyperdrive is ready and it is counting down. As it's counting down, that's five seconds of time, so that will give them another shot. Right, and another evade. You won't be able to evade. Oh. Did you uh, stationary, Did you really need to jettison the droid, guys? Just... It seemed like a good idea at the time. We didn't really need a distraction, unless we get hit by two ships, in which case we'd leave in. Oh, bad luck. How many shield points have you got left? Four. That was lucky. Your shields are down. Hmm? But you haven't taken any hull damage. Whew. Engage. Okay, so, so if you scratch that hull, mate, it'll be you out there, T-Curves. I wouldn't need it to do it if you'd fitted the heat suit launcher. <laughs> I told you, this ship is mainly for sitting in dry dock and broadcasting radio shows from. It's not meant to be taken out into combat. Well, it wasn't my idea to come here anyway. <laughs> so if you remember back, I just wanted to shoot that bloody ship as it was coming towards the station. That seems like such a long time ago. Okay, so I reckon we scan the system or wherever we are and see if there's somewhere we can hide, like maybe oh. behind an asteroid or something like that. I'm going to point something out here that's very interesting, is that no one actually said where they were going to lock the hyperdrive onto before they engaged it. Oh, oh well, it shit. defaults to lave. Does it? Really? Yeah. Because ah, it doesn't. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. For trading purposes, it um, always locks you back onto the place you've just come back from. What is it that Fuzzer keeps on saying? It's only meant for broadcasting radio show from, not for taking into combat. Oh, Fuzzer. Were you in your big gob? <laughs> oh, I'm so, sorry, mister. Yes, we've got the sphere right here. What generally happens when you engage a hyperdrive that doesn't actually have a lock? Um, Usually it's going to supercruise. Well, it's a misjump, so at least they can't follow us. There you go. John's got it in one there. Misjump. If that's not canon, I don't care, because it's more interesting to me to do it that way. No, Miss Jump's fine. You're saying that now? Yeah, I don't know. I would not say that sentence. On that note, we'll leave it for there. Well, join us later for part three, when we'll find out whether or not Fozzer gets to shoot our hostage in the knee, whether John shoots him in the head, and whether Chris Jarvis will show that Amazing courage of surrendering before a blow is even thrown. Coming soon. So it just remains for me to thank Dave Hughes, Fozza Forrester, John Stabler, Chris Jarvis. I've been Psycho Cow. See you again soon.
Damn it. No worries, guys. Hold the fork for two seconds. I'll be right back. Remember what I said uh, about the way that I designed the game being about thinking through problems? Shoot him in the knee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about we... <laughs> I wasn't going to shoot him in the head. <laughs> shoot him in the other knee. <laughs>